Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 338 on KDKA. Yesterday on the way back from New Orleans, had an opportunity to meet our next guest. And having had a conversation with you here in Pittsburgh about the changing look at marriage and where people feel uh, marriage is headed and where we are with it right now, I thought it very appropriate to bring him into the conversation. His name is Brad Rhodes. He is the CEO and founder of GraceMarriage.com. He and his wife have started the organization after he had a very successful career as an attorney. Brad, it is great to have you on KDK. How are you? I am well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Merry Christmas. Really enjoyed meeting you and your son yesterday after uh, just a a coincidental meeting on an airplane coming back. But we got talking and literally talked the whole way from New Orleans to Nashville and learned an awful lot about what it is that you're doing. So I want to start with this question. Is marriage on the rocks right now? Is marriage as a tradition in trouble in the United States? I would say it's on the rocks, but I wouldn't go far as saying it is in trouble. It is, then there's a reason for saying it that way. When you say on the rocks, or and, and why do you say maybe that way, but not so much in trouble? Where's that line for you, and why so? Well, you know, on the rocks would be, I mean, right now, depending on the stats, you've got a 40 to 50 percent divorce rate, or yeah. probably 38 to 50 percent, depending on how you do the stat. Then a large percentage of marriage is kind of settled into a functional coexistence state where mm-hmm. they're stable but they're not attractional they're not that enjoyable so if you have if you have an institution where 40 to 50 percent of the relationships don't make it then a large percentage of the rest of them aren't attractional it's going to be hard for the institution to gain traction and thrive so that's why i would say it's on the rocks so how then do we transition how do we get to a position where i mean you even say on your web page that when you and your wife first got married that first year you know you go through premarital counseling you get married and then all of a sudden it's sort of like you're on your own they push the boat down the creek and you got to figure out how to paddle and what do we do if there's a lot of wind and what do we do if there's rocks and what do we do as there is in any marriage i mean that it's not always what you anticipate it's going to be so how do you navigate those rapids and those royals well it's you 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 know they say john michael montgomery said life's a dance you learn as you go yes that's (laughs) a great country song so for us it was like we didn't know how to handle it so we just we got married i started a law practice everything started happening within a year marilyn's like praying lord am i sentenced to a life of this i mean she she told me quote brad you were great at dating you are 
horrible at being married. And but I didn't know how to be married well. I'm just like, well, why, why don't you like me? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but but the, there are rhythms. There are things you can do in marriage that that make marriage work and make marriage work well. It's it's both a change of perspective and also a change of habit and rhythm. So, is it a matter of taking classes per se? I mean, is this something that the pastor and the church should be doing if you're getting married, or is this something we should be learning in high school as as a class like you would accounting and, and bookkeeping and writing a check? That's a fantastic question. It's it's a both and. I mean, it's a both and. It's like, when should we teach financial responsibility? Should we wait till people have money, or should we teach them that in in the high school and school? So I think it's it's everything. You know, one teach what marriage is, teach how what what the purpose of marriage, how marriage is done well, and then everything takes on, ongoing attention to thrive. So once you get married, we're going to be in a regular investment rhythm. That we're going to, I mean, you you have to do continuing legal edu- you have to do continuing education for everything. Yeah, right. But mar- but marriage, you have to do no preparation, and you don't have to do anything, and then you wonder why it falls apart. I mean, so it's basically helping people learn to do marriage well so that they're doing better and better. They just don't drift into crisis. So are there then certain—I'm going to use the word timbers. Are there certain things that are unshakable, unmovable that you've got to do in order for it to be successful? You can't guarantee anything. I understand that. But if you have these pillars in place, you're much more likely to have a solid foundation. And if so, what are they? Well, we we say it's grace plus intentionality, or in other words, it's you know, give, giving people grace and forgiveness and into, into just like we're going to intentionally spend time together. I mean, so, you know, on the grace piece, I'm not talking about tolerating abuse or narcissism or all that stuff. I'm talking about just day-to-day struggles. I mean, we all get knocked off our horse. We all do things that aren't the smartest things in the world. We all say things we shouldn't say. And unless you kind of unless you kind of understand grace and forgiveness, it, that stuff just kind of builds up. And next thing you know, you have a wall between each other. You don't even know there's a wall between each other. You just know you can't get along. Mm. So that's that's the grace pillar. And then the other pillar is time is the container for a marriage to grow in. So if you don't have undistracted one-on-one time together, I mean, how do you grow in communication if you don't spend time together? How do you grow? And when you do spend time together, it's just watching a TV or on a cell phone or it's with other people. So if you can find time for one another, then you can grow a relationship. So when you say undistracted time, I mean, you mentioned cell phone, computer, TV, whatever. But say more about that. I mean, is going for a walk undistracted time? If you're not if you're not looking at your cell phone while you're walking. Absolutely. Okay. OK, so what? But I mean, going to a movie might not be right. Right. It's now going to a movie. It has its place, and there's times that you know when when I'm spending time with Marilyn, I can just tell kids one, Marilyn zero, <laughs> yeah. know, and she and she needs a break, and she just doesn't have a lot of room for processing. So it served and loved her to take her to a movie, but but to your point, it didn't really create a deeper connection and, and knowledge of one another, even though it did bless her that I gave her, that we had a great time together going to a movie. So your organization, graceministry.com, we're visiting with Brad Rhodes, the CEO and founder of the organization, is in how many different places and how are you working with people? How are you working with organizations? How do we know, learn more about you? It's gracemarriage.com, and what we do is we equip churches with ongoing marriage ministry platforms, and we equip couples with a strategy to, okay, we're, we're going to get better at this. We're going to enjoy each other more. We're going to grow in communication. We're going to grow in fun, and we give, a, we give a simple strategy and a plan that you can follow that if you do it consistently over a period of time, it's highly likely you'll find yourself in a better marriage.
I suspect, Brad, that a lot of marriage counselors or companies like yours are kind of like auto mechanics that somebody comes in and says, um, there's no oil in my crankcase. My car's making a funny noise. It may be too late for that engine. I mean, do you see the same thing with marriages that, hey, we've, we've driven this thing for 50,000 miles with, with no transmission fluid. What do we do now? I mean, do you see where I'm going with this? Uh, you nailed it because that, that's why we founded Grace Marriage, because that is how people have treated marriage. By the time that the engine has no oil and is broken down, that's the first time people seek to try to help it. So we created a proactive wellness structure that it's preventative in nature. It's growth in nature. So it's such that will help your marriage get better and better. You never get to that prescriptive point where you're just looking for a lifeline to somehow try to prevent divorce. It's a we're we're a prevention we're a prevention and growth model. Now we're not a crisis counseling ministry. I do crisis counseling personally, pastoral counseling personally, but our our organization is to help people do marriage well so they never have to go through that. Brad, it seems to me that this would be a great wedding present to give your kids. I mean, it, it, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see where I'm going with this? That, you know, here's, it's one thing for mom and dad to say this worked for us, this didn't work for us, but to hear it from somebody else sometimes carries a lot more weight. Absolutely. Give it, give it to kids and just modeling it. I mean, it's like my, my oldest daughter got married. She goes on, she, she goes on a date with her husband once a week. She absolutely loves being married. After four months of marriage, I asked her, I said, how's marriage? She said, Dad, it's been the best four months of my life. But the only way she knows how to do marriage is how Marilyn and I did marriage. Yeah, yeah. That's, so what we're, what we're in, the, we're, the quest is to completely change the norm, mm-hmm. that the norm is enjoyment. The norm is growth. The norm is working on it. The norm isn't complacency, stagnancy, and then wondering what happened and why we used to love each other. Now we can't stand each other. What made you decide to get out of being an attorney and to do so? I mean, they don't seem anything at all related. Yeah, it didn't, it's not that natural transition. No, from not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I'll tell you what, what happened was we, Meryl and I love being married. And so we work with youth in our church. And the youth started saying, hey, will you do our premarital instead of our pastors? And I said, why? They said, we want what you've got. So we started in premarital, and then I then once I got all in deep into marriage, started doing a lot of that stuff and a lot of crisis stuff. I realized the the marriage model is broken. We mm-hmm. we do premarital counseling and then we do crisis counseling, but we really don't have any strategy for the marriage. And you just all you've got to do for something to go poorly is nothing. And and I just realized there was just not much in that space of an ongoing nature, and just felt like. I just in my conscience didn't feel like I could just keep doing what I'm doing when I see a problem that must be fixed for society to have a fighting chance and me just sit there and watch. So I felt a clear leading just to leave the law completely and spend the rest of my life trying to change how people do marriage. Well, I've not met your bride, but I'm guessing that uh, you're like me, that you kind of outkicked your coverage in that regard, too. And uh, it takes uh, marrying, marrying up sometimes to, to, to fix us guys. But I sure, sure do appreciate meeting you and having a chance to, to visit with you here. You want to know more about what Brad and Marilyn and his wife are doing? It's gracemarriage.com is their website. You can learn much, much more about it right there. Brad, it is it's great to have you as a friend, and it's great to have you on KDKA. Hey, I feel the same way. Yeah, sure appreciate it. Brad Rhodes, again, gracemarriage.com.